Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi, Sarah Mack here. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so excited to dive into this topic because it is life-changing when it comes to business and money. And this is the fear of visibility when it comes to marketing yourself online. So let me share my story with you. When I started out as a copywriter all those years ago in 2015, right off the bat, I knew that if I had my own website and I was doing my own marketing and I was creating my own clients by doing that on the internet, that I had the capacity to earn more money. I was currently earning more money through, I was currently earning money through um, a freelance website, which would be the machine that did all of my marketing for me, brought me consistent clients every month. And then they would take 20% off whatever I was charging. And that was my income that I was paying to them for that service that they were providing to me. So I knew that when I took that into my own hands and started doing that work myself, immediately that 20% of income would be um, something that I would receive extra to what I was receiving. So it was on my to-do list, forget this, two years, <laughs> two years I had putting uh, creating my own website on my to-do list. And it was literally on my to-do list every day. And I was so unconscious around the fears of visibility that were going on underneath the surface that I didn't even recognize that I was in resistance. I was so bought into the, oh yeah, but I'm busy. Oh yeah, but there's so many other things that are a priority than for me to do this when I knew the facts that, you know, making more money and raising my income was a clear goal for me that I was connecting to every day. And this was a very clear, very specific, very accessible action that would move me towards that. And yet I wasn't taking it. And it wasn't until I ended up talking to a coach who introduced me to this idea of the fear of visibility that I got to work through some of the underlying um, fears and resistances that freed up my nervous system to actually allow me to follow through and take action on building my first website, which was my copywriting agency, Juicy Copy. And, you know, I already knew content strategy. I already knew the power of copywriting and how to strategically share who I was in a way that was strategically targeted at my ideal client only, only doing work that I was the most excited to be niching down and focusing on. And so I had all of the skills available. My brother helped me build my website and there was really no barriers for me to be doing that. And when I did it, um, 
I immediately started making more money because that just that process of going through the website and getting clarity on creating my new offers and, you know, putting my prices up and, and clearly creating packages that allowed me to deliver higher value at, um, at a higher price and to raise my income that gave me the clarity to then translate that into my social media strategy. I started talking about that online. I made a Facebook page and, um, I made an Instagram and immediately started making more money and considerably more money. (laughs) And then, um, so this is something that I'm very passionate about talking about. And, um, obviously I do a lot of work around this on my, with my clients today. So if you've been procrastinating for years and years and years on something, and we all have those things, right? We all have those funny little things where we're getting hung up. And it's those things that have been on our to-do list for maybe even years that we know would explode our visibility and really change things for us. Those are the pieces that we get to look at in order to make those shifts. Because when we make the underlying mindset shifts, then the action suddenly become so easy. And some of the things that we felt really hard because of that internal resistance actually end up taking like half an hour (laughs) or an hour or a really small amount of time. And it's crazy how it can feel so easy and simple and straightforward once you get into alignment with that, with that, um, you know, being at peace with becoming more visible and shifting and releasing whatever it was that made you believe that it was scary or not safe to do so. So, you know, and, and let's just name this, like the, um, like it can be, feel really hard to put your passion, your vision and your work into clear words that the right people will understand because we're so close to and wrapped up in who we are and the work that we do. It can feel so challenging to see the wood for the trees and communicate that with clarity. But I found personally for me, the clarity and the confidence that came from the process of creating my website really putting my vision for my business out there in words publicly on the internet, that was the beginning of an incredible time for me as an entrepreneur, thanks to actually doing that work. And absolutely, we do not need a website, but your website does the talking for you. So if you don't want to be having lengthy sales calls to explain your program every time somebody reaches out and is interested in working with you, a sales page will do that for you. So that can lead to a sales conversation being a very brief conversation in your inbox, in your DMs on social media, which is really now my reality because I've been through that process of putting my offers into words in a strategic way. That also brought me that new level of clarity to be able to talk about them in a way that easily attracts the right clients who are already sold and all ready to buy by the time that they reach out to me. So, um, and you know to be completely transparent, like I'm constantly doing this work to tweak and refine my content and my messaging because it works better and better and with more and more ease in creating those sales as I improve the skill. Plus, you know, all the mindset work that comes up as we're moving to higher levels of income, we're moving even to higher levels of ease and letting go of that pattern of struggle and pushing and overcomplicating that maybe we've been used to previously. And, um, you know, when it comes, when you come, comes to asking for more money, for charging more for our work, for asking and receive, asking for and receiving the numbers that we have decided we desire to charge for our business to 
make it truly a dream business and provide the lifestyle that simply isn't possible when your career is in control of somebody else, which is why we go into business in the first place, right? To have that freedom of choice. So here are some of the top sneaky forms of self-sabotage that come up for my clients over and over again. Number one, and, and for me too, is worrying about the friends and the family who are watching and judging and worrying, what will they say to me? What will they be thinking? What will they do if I share how much money I'm making or the type of success that I'm having? Will they ask for more from me? Um, Will they ask for money from me? Will they get jealous when I'm out here talking about living my best life and celebrating and succeeding on my terms? Will they think that I think I'm better than them? All of these, um, like in Australia, they call it the tall poppy syndrome, where as soon as a poppy starts to rise, it makes all of the other poppies uncomfortable. Like that's a very unconscious tribal response that humans are unconsciously operating on every day. Like whenever somebody succeeds, it triggers our own insecurities and it becomes uncomfortable. So we know this, we know that other people become uncomfortable when they are around other people who are succeeding you know, if you're willing to do the work and to acknowledge that and to not use that as as a reason to create rifts in your relationship and really shift the mindset around uh, to be able to celebrate when other people win, recognizing that when other people win, all it means is that it's possible for me to win too. Some people aren't there in that mindset, right? And it is triggering for them. So this is a genuine concern and kind of unconscious tribal fear that goes on when we start to share our work in more public ways. So let's name it. Let's acknowledge it. And, um, you know, other ones that come up are, for example, I've had clients who maybe have um, a career for a, a professional job as they're building their business. So fears around safety and security in that industry. What will they think if I'm launching a coaching business? Will I never be able to get a job in this industry again? What will my colleagues think? What will my ex colleagues think if you've just transitioned out of another industry? Um, you know, all these fears of judgment essentially is what all of these stories boil down to. And here are some antidotes to these sneaky self-sabotaging fears. So number one is to start over and create a new account. I actually did this when I, you know, went through that phase of being very intentional, choosing to step out and publicly advertise my work on social media, I just abandoned my personal um, Instagram account and I started from scratch with a new one. It was very clear and intentional. I'm now only showing up on social media for my business. I'm now only spending time here with the purpose of building community around these very specific topics that are connected to the work that I do, offering value in these very clear, intentional and specific ways and talking to this very clear and specific person with very intentional content. So that created very clear boundaries for me. And I pretty much abandoned using social media for my personal life. And I didn't use it to keep up with news or friends or family. I really just only focused on cultivating this tool for the exclusive use of promoting my business. And that made it very clear and very simple and easy for me. Another option, is to go through and remove or block family members, friends, colleagues, anybody who kind of sneaks into your head when you're creating because you know that they're in your audience. 
got to prune them out. If they're sneaking in and that you're having to battle that conversation every time you sit down to publish something, that's just energy that is um, leaking, right? It's an energy leak. And it's bringing your focus away from the thing that's really going to move the needle forward in terms of reaching people with your work, creating a powerful message that hits home with the right people in the ways that produce the most powerful results. When you're sneakily, unconsciously editing because of what your aunt is going to say or because of what your best friend from high school is, you know, thinking and saying right now about the content that you're producing. So like get clear about that. And it doesn't mean that you have to cut off those relationships. You know, sorry, not sorry. This is now my intention for these platforms. I'm using it for my business. This is what I'm promoting. This is who it's for. If you want to create a separate channel that's for your personal life, whatever it is that you need to do to make it as clean and simple and feel good as possible in the channel that you're using to promote your work. So really what this boils down to is getting super, super specific and focused on who you are talking to, the topics of conversation that your channel is focused on and the intention of your content. You know, are you here on social media just to have fun, to share inspiration or to make money or maybe to do all of those things? Um, You can do all of those things at once, but if you're just there to have fun and engage and connect with friends and family and, um, you know, be social for fun, know that that's a very different intention that's going to lead to very different behavior than if you're strategically using it as a tool to make money in your business and your behavior is going to show up in a different way. So it's very clear. It's very important to have those clear intentions and those clear boundaries. And you really can set yourself up for success by creating those clear boundaries and having clear channels. So, you know, when you're in here, I'm only in here when I'm in this mode when I'm moving the needle forward on my business and on the conversations that I'm passionate about that directly connects to the work that I want to be known for and positioned in publicly. So get very, very clear and strategic about that in each of the spaces. And then also just remember of the the internet is a goldfish bowl. (laughs) Everyone has a three second memory. Everyone is continually swiping, continually scrolling. So even if somebody that you don't want to see that you know is judging you or that will make a snide comment or will, you know, have something negative to say about the work that you're doing, know and trust that they will be on to the next post within about three seconds. And, you know, unless they're very vindictive and really have it out for you, you'll probably never even hear about it. It'll probably never even have a negative impact on you. So just remember that, you know, people's attention spans are so incredibly short that when you are strategic and focused and specific in your content, only it's only going to speak to the right people. They're going to be the only ones that really take the time to engage and read. And, you know, those will be the people that your work impacts. Anyone else who's not immediately resonating with what it is that you're sharing, they're going to move on. They're going to move on very quickly. So it's really not a genuine concern or worry that actually has the ability to impact your security or your well-being. So don't let it get in the way of the impact that's possible when you allow yourself to be more visible with the work that you're truly the most passionate about sharing. And then another one, which is so, so helpful, is to simply energetically decide that you are unavailable for anything other than amazing, supportive, loving, positive conversations with your community of ideal clients. 
and the community of people around your social media channels and the conversations and the work that you're putting out there and just decide that and allow yourself to create that very decisive and clear and energetic shift so that even if something cropped up that had the potential to you know, um, ruffle your feathers or trigger something for you, just decide to be unavailable for it. Decide to be unavailable to give it energy, time and focus because it's useless, right? Keep focused on where you are going. Stay focused on the vision, stay focused on the actions, the conversations and the content that will lead you to be able to create that vision and let the rest roll off like water off a duck's back. The next self-sabotaging behavior, excuse me, the next self-sabotaging behavior is being vague. (laughs) And I have struggled with this one quite a lot, even though I have come from a background in copywriting. And I know, I know how to create specific, strategic, powerful content that leads to sales, that leads to money, that leads to action from the people that I desire for it to lead to action from. I know how to do that. I know how to do that for myself. Yet I witnessed this in myself where for whatever reason, there's some mindset stuff going on. There's a new level emerging and I'll start to go off into wishy-washy, vague, inspirational posts. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with sharing inspirational posts, right? But just know if you want to, if you want to be making consistent income, if you want to be consistently getting a clear message across that accurately um, communicates to the people that you are able to help, how you can help them to the point that you're creating so much momentum around your business that that consistent growth is there and it's really easy for you to enroll new clients, you've got to keep leaning into the specificity. So that's really the antidote for being wishy-washy, which is one way of hiding, right? One way of not really fully taking a stand for our work and our vision and what it is that we desire to create through our work and through working relationships with our clients to um, get really specific whenever you're creating your content. What are you asking for from people? What is the shift? What is the action? What are you pitching? What are the details? Really own it, speak it clearly, and have a clear call to action. Is this the type of content that creates movement and results when I share it? Or is it some vague, not really doing anything, maybe not really creating engagement, maybe not really giving people that much information about you to, to the point that you know they're able to make a decision around whether or not you're somebody who can help them. Avoid wishy-washy. And the next self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging behavior is the fear of not being good enough. And usually that's really what's underneath the surface when we're being wishy-washy, when we're, you know, not showing up when we said we were going to show up, when we're not following through on the plan or when we're, you know, not putting a call to action or when we're not directly selling and promoting the offer that we're really excited to deliver to, to more clients. This is really what's going on underneath the surface. It's what if I'm not good enough? the fear of not being good enough and just noticing where those little thoughts are creeping in to your process as you're preparing, creating and publishing your work online. What if my offer isn't good enough? What if someone buys it and thinks it's not worth the money that they paid for it? What if my content isn't good enough? What if I sound like everyone else on the internet? 
What if my content isn't pretty enough? What if I'm not pretty enough? What if my clothes aren't good enough? What if my hair isn't washed enough? Etc. Etc. What you know, insert whatever judgments or fears you hold about yourself that you have used as genuine excuses to not feel really engaged and confident in the way that you're putting your message out there or using it as an excuse to not show up at all. Well, today I'm too tired or today I'm too sick or today um, I'm too busy, right? These are all the ways that these underlying fears of not being good enough, fears of judgment start to show up and sabotage and make something that actually can be so simple and so powerful turn into something that feels really hard and complex. This is what's going on underneath the surface. So the antidote to all of these fears of not being good enough is to consciously choose to cultivate confidence. And one of my very first coaches told me this one statement, which shifted everything for me, which is that confidence is a choice. Like it's literally something that we choose to turn on or not, depending on whether we just decided we were going to do it, right? You don't earn confidence. I mean, you can, obviously taking a lot of action is one surefire way to earn confidence. But the difference between taking an action with confidence and taking the same action from a place of doubt or wavering confidence, you're going to produce highly different results. So choosing to add confidence to what it is that you're doing and really create conviction around what it is that you're doing you're going to set yourself up for success than doing it not from that place. It's a choice. It's a mindset. It's an internal dialogue that you are choosing to engage with. It's an energy. It's a way of being. And it's really a choice to be in the conversation of how valuable your work is and celebrating that or not, or being in a place of questioning, is my work valuable? Am I good enough? I don't know. If you don't know, nobody else will know. <laughs> no, nobody will value you more than you do. This was a big breakthrough for me. And I know this is one of the quotes from my Create Money the Fun Way course that people quote back to me again and again as one of those big epiphanies. Like nobody will come at you and tell you that you're more valuable than you've already identified and owned that you are. So if you're not feeling confident, it's because you're not doing that. You're not in the conversation internally of how valuable, how valuable your work is. You're not choosing to celebrate that. You're not choosing to get specific and focus and notice and highlight and communicate and really feel the value of what it is that you bring and know exactly why what it is that you bring is valuable. So being in that conversation, that's what creates confidence. And this is what I'm obsessed with with cultivating in Freedom Club, which is my mastermind, which is the art of celebration. And really celebration is what creates confidence. And I have a whole whole string of exercises that I'm constantly giving out so that we can develop that muscle. And so my clients can understand really the, the mechanics of what confidence is to be embodying that on a moment by moment, day by day basis, particularly as you are creating and sharing your work online in a visible way. So connecting to and talking about all of the reasons why your work is so valuable. Number one, doing that internally and really replacing that conversation of what if I'm not good enough with 
These are all of the reasons why my work is so valuable. These are all of the reasons why I'm so inspired and passionate and excited about sharing my work with people. This is what's possible when other people get to do this work. I 100% believe in this. I'm so excited about bringing this work to people. That is the conversation of confidence that sells. When we're in that conversation, we make sales. Sales become inevitable. If we're not in that conversation, our content, our presence, our energy, it comes out in a completely different way and we get lost in the noise and we don't stand out to the people who were genuinely really able to help because we didn't step into that internal dialogue and really embody that truth and then bring that to a place where we can be visible in it. So it shifts your energy when you do that. It shifts how many sales you're making. It shifts the ease with which you magnetize clients and opportunities and money and sales when you are habitually embodying that conversation as a practice. And it's your number one responsibility to own and to clearly articulate the value that you bring to the table when people work with you, because nobody else will do that for you. Nobody else can get clear on that and communicate that other than you. So this is really the work that is the single most important thing when you want to be creating more clients and you want to be creating more impact by bringing your work to more people. So if this conversation is resonating and you know you need a boost around this, I have a really powerful free resource, which is on my website with saramac.com underneath the freebie section. And I created a seven minute audio training, which is how to overcome imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is like basically another way of describing not having confidence or feeling like you're not good enough, which is very, very common as we're stepping into something new, a new offer, a new program, new positioning, a new level, a new income, um, a new way of doing business. So this is something that it's important to have the skills to be able to move through consistently over and over again in order to embody confidence as a continued and consistent state in order to create continued and consistent results. So I share some really amazing, instantly accessible, super, super powerful ways to start to gather real world evidence of how valuable your work is and how capable and fully equipped you are now to be able to start helping people so that you're no longer caught up in your head and those fears are no longer louder than the truth of what it is that you're really capable of. And from that place, it becomes so easy to create the kind of content that allows you to show up confidently and leads to consistent sales from amazing dream clients. And of course, if you would like to go deeper on this, on this work and have that ongoing support to continue these habits, to be performing at a higher level, to create, be creating more money, to be doing it with more fun and ease, then Freedom Club is my mastermind. And it is the most fun place to be learning how to embody the habits, skills, and tools to be creating five-figure months in super fun ways by sharing your passion work to more dream clients online. So send me a message or you can go to withsaramac.com under work with me and Freedom Club to apply. I do have limited spaces. It's a super fun space to mastermind with other creative women and feel free to hit me up with any questions, share your takeaways with what came up for you during this conversation and choose to be confident, show up, know your value, connect to your passion and your true genuine belief in the work that you do and you will become unstoppable. Thank you so much for watching. Please share this with anyone you know would benefit and 
subscribe on all of the places that you can find um, podcasts and please leave us a five-star review on iTunes so more people can get to benefit from this content as well. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website withsarahmack.com and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.